another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. Joining me today, I've got a hip-hop artist, singer. Uh, he's got a record that dropped this past January. It's called Foreshadowing Reality. Really dope tape. Go listen to it. Um, he's working on new stuff, too, though. Uh, we're going to talk all about uh, his passions, his artistry, and why he does what he does. Thank you, Breezy Berg, for joining me today. Thanks, Ben. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh, how are you doing today? Not bad, man. Not bad. Just getting the day started. So definitely going to be a good day. Starting it out good. Talking about, you know, my passion. So it's always good talking about that, you know. So. Oh, yeah. We don't talk about it enough these days. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. What have you done so far today? Today, honestly, uh, it was a pretty lazy day. Just woke up, so got to get this. Uh, this is a good, pretty, uh, pretty good start to the day, I guess. You know, so I just <laughs> wake up, do this. I got to go to work later, so I'm gonna go ahead and do that. So, what do you do? Right now, I am a server at Red Lobster. So, dishing out the lobster. If you want to come and uh, visit me, you know. Hell yeah, man! <laughs> Admiral Platter goes crazy <laughs> you like all that fried food huh i do i love seafood i was in st louis recently the best seafood i've ever had in my entire life really st louis huh yeah it's a it's a really big uh cajun vibe down there yeah. like there's a lot of um there's a big cajun culture so um lots of oyster rockefeller um shrimp lobster all that good stuff i could live off of it Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> there you go, man. That's the life. So yeah. what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion and creativity. So, uh, Brennan, the first time we ever met was at High Five Studio. Yes, um, shout out to High Five. Right and um, I know you are working. Are you still working with uh, Jack? Yeah. Yes, I am. Yeah, shout he does out. a lot of my uh, promotional uh, videos and a lot of just helping me, you know, uh, promote my music through uh, different softwares and different uh, platforms. So he's right. definitely one of the good buddies of mine. Shout out to Jack. Big shout out to Jack. Yeah, yeah. Um, I met you through him. Um, I met a lot of artists coming in and out of that space. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, that's where this whole thing started. So um, it's it's great to sort of, you know, talk to artists that um, I met in, you know, in that phase and talk to, and just talk to each of them one by one. And so it's your turn. So, uh, Brennan, I guess we'll start with, uh, I want to hear a little bit about where music uh, started for you. When did it kind of become a creative outlet for yourself? Well, I'd have to say I've always had a voice for music singing wise when I was little, I was in choir. So that's where kind of like some of my sappy kind of uh, love songs come from, you know, from the heart. But if you want to switch it over to like, say, hip hop, I got started into, you know, I was just dabbling around writing when I was uh, in high school. And then I've met somebody uh, through my ex, actually, it was her cousin's uh, ex as well. Uh, we just actually just started freestyling. We just started writing. It was, uh, I had to be about like 15 at the time. 
So, and now I'm 24. So yeah, it's a long time, long time coming. We were just, uh, basically we just would kick it down in his basement, you know, just be writing, hanging out. And he had his own built-in studio. So it was pretty dope. So we would just mess around on the track and, you know, just uh, experiment and just, you know, trying to develop who we were as like artists. So that was uh, that was a fun time. And that's where that kind of started. So I did not know that you and I were the same age. <laughs> really? Yeah. How old are you? 24? I'm 24 also. Right on. Beard cool. bros. Yes, Beard exactly. Bros. Hey, this started developing this year. So, you know, I'm going to let it go. Let it, let it get it going. <laughs> yeah, going into getting into the mid 20s, I, it was a new look you had to try. I actually just recently, I've been trying to apply more like product with it, you know, like groom it better. Yeah, just letting it hang, it gets real. Uh, you just start looking like a ragamuffin after a while. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta, uh, you gotta. Sh if you if you want it to like curl out, like you don't want it to like be so curly. Uh, actually, take one of those dry straighteners to it, straighten it, like get the curls out, and then just let it sit for a while. And you go take a shower, and then it won't be as nappy and as curly. It helps. I know it's it sounds a little bit weird, but it does it does help. Helps tame the beard a little bit. <laughs> yeah, man. I got it. Yeah, I'm still learning the, the basics there. Beard beard um, oil though is the way to go. Oh yeah, I got some of that too. I haven't used it yet though. Um, you gotta the best beard oil that I've used is uh they actually just came out with uh there's something that's online if you haven't seen it it's like very big in advertisement it's called copenhagen okay yeah I've heard so of copenhagen grooming i've used that stuff it has like a built-in uh vitamins like biotin that's very good for hair growth so you know definitely definitely give it a try and then they have like this groomer kit where it uh it's like a roller so it has needles that activates you know hairs that are stuck under the skin so it just breaks it up and then you know you just start going that's more if like you're trying to grow a beard i guess more you know you're already there but uh the grooming it helps definitely helps with the grooming too as well i will keep all this in mind i'm gonna revisit this that, that tip because I, I do need to get a, get better at it but anyway <laughs> um so um where did you grow up uh greenfield oh yeah okay Here's so do you know where famous daves is on 27th and layton yeah, yeah i live i live right down the block from there that's where i grew up but now i'm staying out in uh in greendale oh, okay yeah the, the green towns greendale yeah greendale. Yeah. yeah yeah um i'm over here in river west um i'm originally from the chicago area but i came up here for uwm and uh no reason to leave I think we're sitting on a gold mine of talent. So uh, always something to do here in Milwaukee. Um, where'd you come up with the name Breezy Berg? All right. That's a good question. So in high school, my, obviously my name's Brennan. Everybody would just like, everybody would just call me Breezy. Like that was like, that was the, the nickname to give me. So Berg actually comes from, uh, origin of my last name so my last name is technically Mueller by law but it's not by blood so my grandpa was adopted when he was two 
and our blood last name, if you were to look into it, is actually Furstenberg. So very German, both German names, both German descent, but uh, Berg comes from that. So first name, last name kind of feel, you know. That's tight. That's actually, that's really creative. Yeah. Yeah, that's tight. Um, dope. Uh, so you started messing around with um, music, you said, in high school. Um, what was like, uh, do you remember the first song you ever recorded? Oh, geez. Um, actually, so me, me and my friend that we would uh, go down and, you know, hang out in the basement and record and stuff. We, I've never put anything like out. Like I never like, no, nothing really came of that. It was just kind of like messing around. But I remember the first song that I ever had like actually recorded that I actually wanted to put out was actually mixed and mastered by Schlee Berry, which was pretty oh, good. Shout out, shout out to Schlee. Shout out to Shalee, yeah. And I was actually hanging out with uh, uh, Gonzalez Visuals, too, as well. Uh, also, shout out to Roger. Yes. Yeah, I was hanging out with them. Uh, and we were just uh, kicking it, actually, at uh, Junior's place at the time. Um, yeah, and we were just – and, ah, man, it was – to look back at it now and then just, like, if you wanted to listen to some of my – you know, even in my last album, um, it's just like, wow, what the, what the hell? <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. I think that was when I was, uh, I think that was when I was like 20, 20 years old. So it's a long time. Like that's still, you know, four years ago, it's still a very long time ago. Oh yeah. That, yeah. That was a different time. Definitely. Um, so, um, yeah. Uh, were you before COVID obviously like, uh, were you much of a performer? Like I know you did like, um, didn't you do a, like a high five studio thing one time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we we, we kicked it and you know we sh we showed um, you know some of my music. Nothing serious. Just had a couple people there, and not really just a not not nothing performing. It was just you know just to listen, oh, sure. with, you know. But uh, I did go with uh, my buddy Sean, who's my producer. Shout out to Sean. Sites to Yeah, you already know. Oh yeah. Um, you know, he's a, he's, he's the GOAT. I got to say, one of the best hands-down producers in Milwaukee. So if anybody is an artist and listening to this right now, you need to go ahead and hit him up for beats. Um, so, yeah. I mean, we went to, like, some place out in uh, Racine. I think it was with uh, Ali, Ali the Shaman, if you ever heard of him. And then Till. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was, so it was all, all of us. We all, like, did, like, a song. We went out there. It was actually Sean's show. So, you know, we went over there, you know. It was, a, it was just, like, a little break-in thing. Nothing serious. I haven't done nothing, uh, you know, real serious uh, with performing. But I would like to. Um, definitely not afraid of the, the limelight. Uh, definitely gives me, like, that exhilaration. Like, I'm a adrenaline junkie. Like, that's, that's what I like. Actually, like – uh like a couple weeks ago i actually went skydiving so it's pretty dope like yeah stuff like that that's I, I like that type of thrill you know like to get yeah. your blood boiling you know so oh, yeah man that's one thing i don't know if i will ever do in my life <laughs> have to man it's like it's like uh i can't even explain it like i have this tattoo and i like to live by it it's called uh it's be not afraid so, and in some of the songs, if you listen to, I've, I've quote this a lot, um, 
So you, you can't live your life in happiness if you live it in fear. So you have to face your fears. And like, once you face your fears, like there's all this weight that's like on your shoulder and in, in your subconscious will just like go away. 90% of your life is like controlled by your subconscious. So, and what, while you're dreaming and everything like that. So I'm big like into like trying to make sure you're very level-headed, clear-headed to make sure, you know, you can go ahead and do things that you've ever always wanted to try. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you're absolutely right. Like it's, um, you know, it can be, uh, it can be like a very chapter oriented process, like facing those fears. Definitely. I mean, I, I know that, um, that's also how I feel about trying, um, psychedelics. Like, I feel like it would be an amazing experience, but I've always been kind of afraid to try it because I'm worried about, like, freaking out. But, you know, I don't know, maybe one day it'll happen. Who knows? But um, but it's just stuff like that where, you know, I think being in the right headspace to take that leap is, is at the end of the day, that's most important. Yeah, uh, psychedelics are definitely something that you have to – um, from personal experience, you have to, uh, be like in the right, it's all about the right environment and the people that you're around. So don't be with people that aren't on them because they will trip you out. <laughs> yeah. Everyone I learned to be in the same boat. <laughs> yeah. I learned that back in the day when like, like I used to try babysitting my friends like while they were on that shit and I, I ended up not helping at all by being there. So Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I know exactly what you mean. Um so uh anyway, um well that that'd be dope to uh, get you on some shows after shows are a thing again. Oh yeah, no, definitely like you know, uh company brewing they do uh pretty cool shows out there. Uh, definitely, you know, Cactus Club or something like that. Yeah, Cactus is the best one. Hell yeah. Yeah, definitely. That would be, uh, that's definitely a stepping stone. Definitely a stepping stone. You know, just because it's just good, you know, any publicity is good publicity. You know, just whatever, you know. Yeah, totally, yeah. And Cactus also has the best sound guy, uh, Alex. Like, I mean, I've... Everyone, it's like, so I think that's like a bucket list for a lot of artists to do that one. So, um, anyway, so you've got this record that dropped this past winter, Foreshadowing Reality. Uh, let's start with the title. Where does the title come from? Oh, you're going you're gonna to dip into deep into my thoughts here. Yeah. Uh, so, basically, so I wrote half, okay, this is going to be, uh, I wrote half of the album while I was still with my ex, right? And me and my ex were dating about uh, six years. And then uh, that's actually how I met uh, Shalee and Roger, uh, Gonzalez Vigils. So that's, I met them through her because her, uh, her cousin is um, Gonzalez Vigils' baby mom. So that's how, that's how I met all of them. So when, okay, I'm losing my train of thought here. So when I wrote half the album, uh, I was with her. Then I wrote the second half of the album without her. So, and it was kind of funny. It got, kind of got flip-flop. I was writing about like more of like 
things of being like in a single life and like just stuff that was like me and her not kind of almost being together. And then when I wrote the second half of the song, it was like, damn, like I wish I had you back kind of thing. So I was like, damn near foreshadowing my reality before I even, you know, released it or it even happened to me. So it was kind of trippy, a little bit, you know. And I know, like, a lot of artists, you know, we write about, like, our feelings and, you know, women and everything like that, if you're a little bit more sappy like me. Um, but um, I don't know. It was just kind of one of those titles that kind of stuck to me. I was thinking of names, and I was like, what, what can I go ahead? Because a lot of the album was about, like, what kind of happened in, you know, my life at that point. And I was like, what, what, what's actually going on with my life right now? Like, what am I trying to tell people and portray to people who I am as an artist? And I was like, well, shit, it's my reality, isn't it? Right. I have to, you know, go ahead and portray it somehow. And I portrayed it before it even happened. So I was kind of overthinking it and I was like, well, right there, foreshadowing my reality. So that's just kind of how that came up. So it's kind of weird. Yeah. It's kind of weird how it happened. Yeah, that is, it sounds very serendipitous. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, um, I'm kind of going through that right now myself. Like I, I've been going through a breakup kind of like, well, I mean, now it's been a couple weeks, but it is like, you know. Stay strong, my man. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely things are better. Things are always better, like, like after, like, the week it happened, you know. So um, I'm in a good place at about it now, I'd say. But, you know, for a while it was kind of like, you know, you are – you have to, like – readapt your life into what it is what it's like like kind of what you give and take being with this person and like what what did they bring to your life and what did they hold you back from maybe like what did you um what did you learn about yourself and what what do you need the next time around where you like are going to be with somebody like what exactly what's going to make you happy yeah so it's definitely happiness is key, my friend, you know, Certainly. and the big thing with relationships too, is that like that I've learned and I've had, I've had a lot of, uh, you know, not so much like counseling, but counseling from friends and like people who've been in these situations and, you know, they definitely helped me out. Like when I was, uh, I was with my ex when I was 17, all the way up until I was 23, we broke up a year ago. I didn't know who I was as an, uh, you know, as an adult. Yeah. Well, I got, I took this time to, you know, realize who I was as a person. And that's the biggest thing. Cause you can't give yourself to anybody else. If you don't know who, who you are and if you're not whole as a person, and that's the biggest thing. So you have to be two complete whole parties to come together to be one. Yeah. And if, if you're picking up the slack for somebody else, uh, the relationship, it's just, it's going to lag. It's, it's, it's not healthy. And that's a big, that's a very big thing. And that's, I've, I've tried, I've tried to talk to, you know, in this past year, I've tried to talk to, you know, some females and trying to th get some things going, but it seemed like even though I was in a darker space trying to figure out who I was, uh, a lot of these, you know, females were even in a darker place than I needed to, you know, 
it's it's got to be you and the thing is is that a lot of people in this world they don't know where they're at we're at a time in our life where you know what we're, we're mid-20s some of us don't know what we're doing some of us do know what we're doing in life we just have to you know we have to figure that out and we have to be whole we can even give each give ourselves to each other that's a big thing yeah that's probably the biggest revelation i did have was that you i can never be with somebody who is in a different place in their life than i am i mean and it's not necessarily like a downfall on either of our parts but it's like if you're just in a different if your goals are really different than mine right now then you know we have to acknowledge that um i need to be with somebody who like we're learning at the same pace like we're we we have like that same you have that same uh like you know same ducks in a row type shit so definitely um yeah so uh so you dropped that record um you had a lot of features on that one didn't you yeah uh shout out to my boy jv harris uh very far is uh one of the most streamed songs actually it is the most streamed song on that album uh you know he's he's doing big things he's got a new song out betrayal which is pretty dope Um, uh who else uh king miles you know a lot of people know king miles uh we were on uh eccentric with that one uh, which was pretty cool. Never really got to get in the studio with uh, Miles, but I sent him over the the beat and the hook in my verse, and instantly, you know, he was like, "Yes, let's 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 get on that." So that was pretty cool. Uh, and then obviously uh, one two three ABC, which is uh, Tills, uh, Ali the Shaman, and then uh, Sean as well. We were all on that one. And then a bunch of uh, songs with just me and Sean on it, so which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, dope, uh, dope collaborations there all around. And uh, yeah, you really brought out a lot of the singing too, which was which was dope. Yeah, singing is just kind of like, like that's just kind of like what I like to do because this more more of this stuff, um, this unreleased stuff that I have right now, I'm sitting on like about. I'd say about 12 um, ready to release songs, but I'm just waiting for like, you know, art, you know being like an artist, you know, you got to figure out the, the artwork, you know, if you want to do videos, it's all about like placement and how, you know, how we, yeah, the rollout is like 100% almost everything. So uh, I'm just sitting on those, just waiting for, uh, waiting for the good time to do all that. And, and a lot of these songs I, I want to actually put into like, some sort of like small like mixtape EP because I know there's a there's a bunch of them with me and Sean which we have which are like that would that's what I was actually getting to more of this stuff is not actually rap at all to be honest it's more of like pop like it has like that it has like that hip-hop beat but it has more of that like up feel like pop kind of vibe which is pretty cool Oh yeah, and he's been kind of going in that direction too with his own stuff, which is dope. So yeah, yeah I look forward to that. Yeah, he's a big influencer because every time that we we get into the, you know, we get into the studio, we just it's very like a very collaborative kind of thing. So it's never like here's a beat, go off and do your own thing. Like no, we sit down for hours, 
we write the song, you know, he makes the beat, everything. So it's very, uh, most of the songs that, you know, uh, that I've written are, you know, co-written by him too as well. So, which is pretty cool, you know, definitely. Oh, he's, yeah. he's a good person to have around, you know. He's got, he's got a lot of good ideas. He's got a lot of good songs too. Oh, yeah. He gave me a couple free oysters one time when he when I was at the Crossroads Collective. So, yeah. Sean, is, Sean will always be good in my book. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, seafood, eh? <laughs> yeah, very back to the seafood, right. So, what have you been, what have you found yourself writing about a lot uh, lately? Well, uh, uh, well, a lot that I have been writing about as of recently has just been more of a generic, like, me talking to, you know, some female figure, no one in particular, but just more of like, uh, let me see, I actually got my track list here. Uh, we'll go ahead and put this up right here. Uh, a lot, yeah, a lot of it is just, uh, like I got a song called uh, Beyond, um, Time, See You, On My Mind, X Back, Nine to Five. All these are just portraying basically what I'm, you know, I'm just talking to some other female as, uh, you know, just me as a person and just, a lot of them are just about relationships, to be honest with you, and how I feel. So. That's just kind of what it is right now. Yeah. But there's one song that I that it might be the next song to come out. It's called Diamond in the Rough. It's just kind of be like um, underestimated, you know. So. Yeah. Right. So, um, so are you gonna, you think by the end of the year you're gonna do some drops? Yeah, I'm actually working on um, cover art right now for. Um, I have another feat. I have uh, another song coming out with JV Harris. It's called Thursday. Um, and that's going to be, I think, the first one coming out. We're working on uh, artwork for that. And then I think the second one I'm going to drop is going to be Diamond in the Rough and then Time. So those three are going to be the next three out. And then most of the other songs are with Sean. Like I'm saying, when me and Sean might do something just collaborative with me and him, yeah. it just depends. Like maybe like a small EP or something like that. So, right. Well, uh, are you going to drop Thursday on a Thursday? Oh, I mean, come on now. Of course. <laughs> Go off. Man. It's going to be, it's like more like that. Like, I hope to get this, like, this, uh, this song into, um, like some sort of club environment, like bar downtown because Thirsty Thursday, it's all about like drinking and, you know, and not being thirsty for, you know, some girls. So it's definitely, uh, it's a turn up song and JV goes hard. So it's all good. JV does go hard. Yeah, dude, I love that. I, man, it, that will get us even more excited for, when the pandemic's over and the clubs back up and uh, exactly exactly we won't be taking that shit for granted anymore that's for sure definitely yeah i definitely uh that's a big thing man i just got to get my stuff out there promotion is uh key so well let us know how we can help you man definitely yeah well brennan uh breezy bird thanks for having or being on the show today uh thanks right yeah great to talk about all your artistry uh talk about having beards right yeah and uh yeah man this is fun uh i uh i think that you've got um 
you know, you, you're, you're onto something really dope and uh, you work with a lot of dope people too. And I think, uh, you know, um, the more you drop, you know, the more uh, Breezy Berg is going to make waves in the Milwaukee scene. So. Sounds good, man. So as we're closing out, tell me what keeps you up at night. Oh, what keeps me up at night? What keeps me up at night would definitely be things that I could have done differently and things that I'm trying to do differently to, you know, be a better person, you know, and it's not more of those things that I regret. It's just something that in my past, but it's something I'll regret if I don't do it, you know? So. Yeah, I relate to that a lot. It's an irregular journey, but, you know, um, yeah, lately what's been keeping me up at night is uh, I'm back on Tinder, so scroll, <laughs> swiping on Tinder, bro. <laughs> I swear to God, I was there, man. There yeah, that has been keeping me, I, I got back on it this week, so that's been keeping me up at night lately. It gets what? a while, though. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> What puts you to sleep, though? A couple beers. <laughs> and, a clear, and a clear thought of, uh, thought of mine. Definitely. Just got to let it go. Because, like I said earlier, your subconscious, man, you can't go to bed like, can't go to bed like that. Right. Yeah. I, I always got to do something that makes me feel good before I go to bed. Otherwise, you know... Otherwise, you don't get out of that funk. So, yeah, it's all about that mindfulness, man. Thanks again for being on the show, man. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. You bet. For everyone watching, uh, be sure to stream Breezy Berg, Foreshadowing Reality. We look forward to what he comes out with next. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Yeah.